Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Monday, September 14th, 2020, where if you could see what I'm wearing right now, you'd obviously know it's the start of Fashion Week. My podcasting fedora is pretty on point today. Here is the latest from Hollywood, the media biz and social platforms, where TikTok has a new partner in the US, Wonder Woman has a new release date, and I have a new gambling debt. Thanks a lot, Cowboys. Uh, All brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devocion Coffee. And in the trailer house, if you watched the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football last night, you also saw the first 90-second look at the new movie from Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago 7. But if you did not, I have your back. Just click into the episode notes and the link is in there. That movie, formerly of Paramount, comes to Netflix on October 16th. And just a quick reminder to uh, give a follow on the Instagram to this here podcast at The Wake Up Pod, and you'll get a preview of the day's headlines early each morning in the Instagram stories. Now over to Hollywood. as Warner Brothers has now moved Wonder Woman from its October 2nd release date to Christmas. Although to note, Warner Brothers is still keeping Dune on December 18th. Universal also took the hint and moved Candyman out of October to TBD 2021, which is not exactly helping movie theaters either. So let's see, uh, today is September 14th, and that leaves us with, uh, let me do the math here, uh, one wide release slated for the next four weeks. And that's only if STX keeps their Gerard Butler survives yet one more disaster movie, Greenland, on its September 25th date. Even then, the two movies slated for October 9th are a Liam Neeson genre action pick and a De Niro comedy with the word Grandpa in the title, again. So those three films aside, that will be six weeks until there is a new major release in movie theaters, with Disney Fox's Agatha Christie movie Death on the Nile slated for October 23rd. Well, good thing movie theaters open back up. Speaking of which, Tenet took in another $7 million this weekend in the U.S., suggesting that there uh, may not have been that much underserved demand after last weekend. Elsewhere, it took in about $10 million in China, and adding up all the numbers worldwide thus far, it now stands at a total of $207 million, or about half of what it needs to make to be close to breaking even. Elsewhere, Mulan ran into uh, big troubles in big China, taking in only $23 million in its opening weekend, where it faced a variety of issues from piracy, since it's been available elsewhere in the world via Disney Plus for a week. Also, a middling audience reaction there overall didn't help. Plus, China has its own homegrown hit this month called The 800, which has been topping their box office chart for the past few weeks. Anyway, that leaves us in mid-September with Tenet at $207 million and Mulan at $37 million plus TBD Disney Plus money, both of which make the Wonder Woman move uh, from October a bit more understandable. Over at the film festivals, Netflix was handing out checks at TIFF like uh, Oprah was handing out cars. First up was Halle Berry's directorial debut, Bruised, where she plays an MMA fighter. Uh, that one got a reported $20 million check from Netflix, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And then Netflix spent $30 million for a romantic drama shot in late June that stars John David Washington and Zendaya called Malcolm and Marie. The black and white film was directed by Euphoria creator Sam Levinson. And it sounds like Netflix wrote the check based on about 20 minutes of the film that CAA screened at the end of last week, according to Deadline. And Netflix also bought Pieces of a Woman. That sentence sounds weird. Uh, That's a movie that stars Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf as a couple dealing with the sudden loss of their infant daughter. But no word on a sale price there. Otherwise, Frances McDormand's Nomadland, directed by Chloe Zhao, actually played uh, three film festivals across the globe on Friday night, and it sounds like it lived up to the hope-for hype, or at least according to the initial reviews in the trades, and the fact that, uh, well, it won the Venice Film Festival. So that one's off to a great start. Uh, Searchlight has that one scheduled to hit theaters on December 4th. 
In some casting news, or I guess recasting news, Harry Styles is going to take over Shia LaBeouf's role in Olivia Wilde's next directorial effort at New Line. That one's called Don't Worry Darling, which probably sounds much cooler when Harry says it with a British accent. His co-stars include Chris Pine, Florence Pugh, and Dakota Johnson, and the story's set in a 1950s utopian community in the California desert, which I'm pretty sure is how Burning Man started. Uh, either way, uh, Shia exited the project due to scheduling conflicts. And 19-year-old TikTok star Addison Lee is going to see if her talent translates from 15 seconds to 90 minutes. She signed on to star in, uh, wait for it, another 90s reboot. I gotta do better faking my enthusiasm here. Uh, anyway, this time it's for She's All That over at Miramax. According to Variety, the new version is called He's All That. So, thinking you can figure out where they're going with this one. Mean Girls director Mark Waters will direct according to the trades. And just a couple of items on the TV. The NFL returned to ratings that were about 13% below last year's Thursday night kickoff with about 19 million people tuning in. But this year, the game also had to compete with NBA and NHL playoff games, as well as the US Open, which definitely didn't help. But even with all that, it did manage to match the ratings from the game in 2018, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And also, ABC's Four Life series has been shut down for two weeks in New York City due to multiple positive COVID test results among the crew, according to Deadline. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms, where TikTok is getting a new, quote, trusted tech partner in the U.S., and a lot of new TV going on today. Who said there's no fall TV season? What's that? I did? Okay. Plus, today's pop quiz. And let's bring it back to Halle Berry, because uh, why not? Outside of some episodic work, she's had three TV roles. Her first was 12 episodes of a show called Living Dolls back in 1989, which, fun fact, was a spinoff of Who's the Boss? Her second role was a six-episode arc on Knott's Landing in 91. And her third was a more recent project at CBS in the mid-2010s. What was that project? The answer, of course, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. So it's Monday, and I'm guessing you're looking forward to your coffee this morning about as much as I am. But imagine if that coffee was in Colombia as little as two weeks ago. And coffee is a living product. It's better when it's fresh. And that's what's great about Devotion. They FedEx their coffee beans every week, straight from Colombia to their Williamsburg roastery. And just like grapes and wine or hops and beer, different regions give you different flavors with coffee beans, which Devotion also describes on every bag. So it's just a fun way to explore coffee. If you're in New York City, they have a location in the Flatiron District, downtown Brooklyn, or of course you can go to the roastery in Williamsburg, but they also ship to all 50 states. And that shipping is free when you order just 50 bucks worth. And on top of that, enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off. Again, that's devotion.com, D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. Get your free shipping when you order just $50 worth of coffee. And enter code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off of that order. And the direct link with the promo code are both in the episode notes. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. That CBS Halle Berry show was a summer event series called Extant that aired back in 2014 and 2015, where she played an astronaut who came back from a 13-month mission in space, uh, pregnant. Well, that can happen. Well, the problem being, she was by herself. So hopefully that got sorted out in two seasons. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. <laughs> 
which uh, today is all about the TikTok. Say what you will about TikTok, but they're very good at meeting deadlines. As Oracle has come out as the victor, I guess, recall that, in the battle for TikTok's US operations, according to the Wall Street Journal. No price has been revealed, and it's not being described as a sale per se, but more of an agreement where Oracle is now TikTok's, quote, trusted tech partner here in the US. So more details to come here, although it's likely Oracle will take some sort of a stake in the company. And whatever this deal is still has to be approved by the White House. But given how much money Oracle CEO Larry Ellison has given and raised for the Trump campaign over the years, eh, call me an optimist, but I'm pretty sure it's going to work out. But either way, it looks like TikTok's big advertising spend that had a very healthy presence on football games this weekend uh, will live on. In today's programming notes, a pretty busy day, actually, as the fall TV season begins in earnest, starting off at HBO, where Monday is the new Sunday, as they premiere two new series. The first is called The Third Day. That's a six-part limited series co-production with Sky, starring Jude Law and Naomi Harris about some weird things going down on a remote island off the coast of Britain. And no, I don't mean Ireland. Find out what's up tonight at 9 p.m. That one's followed by a new eight-episode series called We Are Who We Are from Call Me By Your Name director, whose name I never pronounce right, uh, Luca Guadagnino. My Italian's never great. Anyway, it's a coming-of-age story following two teenagers living on an American military base in Italy. Over at Epics, they debut a six-part docuseries called Enslaved, telling three storylines involving slavery, including one where Sam Jackson travels back to Africa, where he meets the tribe that his ancestors came from. In syndicated TV, the Drew Barrymore show starts on CBS stations today, and new Jeopardy episodes return as well. But in the primetime, ESPN has Monday Night Football kicking off at 7.10 p.m. with the Giants versus the Steelers. And elsewhere in the Disney Kingdom, it's all about Dancing with the Stars on ABC at 8 p.m. And tonight, that's going to be followed by a Kevin Hart-hosted voting-themed special produced by Michelle Obama in tandem with online content company Attention, or ATTN. The special's called VOMO, that's uh, Vote or Miss Out. And Scarlett Johansson, Will Ferrell, Tiffany Haddish, and Jay Leno are just some of the Hollywood names scheduled to appear. You can catch that at 10 p.m. on ABC. And just going to finish out with a small follow-up to the new Springsteen album news next month. That news being a new song this month that's called uh, Letter to You. The link to stream on Spotify is in the episode notes, of course. Always good to kick off a week with some new Springsteen. And uh, hey, keep that Jersey theme going and help this Jersey guy out by uh, sharing the podcast with a coworker. All listeners are welcome and the podcast share is greatly appreciated. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. 